Native Facts is brought to you by The Right Way Home Care, where they are committed to providing high-quality, client-centered, and affordable home care. They also offer personal care, respite care, light housekeeping, medication reminder, and a personal care. If you need any more information on The Right Way Home Care, make sure you reach out to them at www.therightwayhomecare.org. Again, that is www.therightwayhomecare.org. Microphone check, microphone check. Hey, this is the world's most popular barbecue talk, barbershop talk, man, cave conversation. However you like it or dislike it, this is the Heavyweight Champions Sports Talk Podcast. This is your opinionated facts. These are your hosts. The boy B-Way is back in the building. I got my partners in crime with me, S. Rudolph. I got Red via, via sound right now. And we, got, and we got a special guest in the building, WTP's own, not WTCP, WTP. Uh, Mr. Mr. The real B way, the real B way. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> no, Mr. Mr. Blaine Way Jr. is in the building with us. See, you already messed that up. I can't believe we related. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't understand how every week you say my co host, my partner's in crime, and I go first, and then you go some more. And then you go guest. And then today, because you can't see my face, you go Samar first, then me. Then you don't ask how our weekend was. Being neutral, Brandon, I didn't notice that. I thought it was disrespect. I ain't going to lie. No, nah, it was. It was. I, I felt it right away. And then he don't ask how our weekend was. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the guy. Don't I always ask how your weekend was? That's why I'm expecting it this time. I didn't get nothing. You didn't give me a chance either. I gave you a chance, man. You fumbled. <laughs> I'm sitting here. You know, when you got to wear as many hats as I have to wear during this podcast, when you when you know you create the docket, you produce it, you edit it, you, you control everything. I mean, you might forget some things every now and then. That's all. And in your defense, it's your off season. Everybody else is still working. <laughs> I do Ooh, good when I'm on. I'm just saying, you know. I, I Let's go, man. Hey, if this is that e, hey, ESPN one, hey, he would have got a point. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, he definitely wouldn't have. Well, let's uh, go, man. <laughs> oh, you boy, you guys wanted me to ask you how how you, how you were doing. I'm working, you, man. Nah, nah, you had your chance. But well, wanted to ask you how our weekend was because you normally do. A normal thing. It's like it's like part of the like, hey, it's the more most often thing. That's part of that. I feel like, and now you just got rid of it. I apologize, Red. I apologize, Doug. That's all I wanted. All right, <laughs> live on there. You get the apology. That's all I wanted. Anyway, man, uh, big news today in the sports world. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> is headed to is headed to New England to play with Bill Belichick and the and and the Patriots. How do you guys feel about that? What do you guys feel about Cam in New England? First, first thing I thought was, is he going to move all of his seven kids there with him? Of course he is. Whoa, 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 whoa! Got- <laughs> I didn't know Cam had seven kids. It shocked me. I'm sorry, but I had to say something. Seven is a lot, man. He gonna need a raise this year. He gotta get all of them incentives. I, I didn't know. I, I couldn't believe it. This is news to me. I didn't know Cam had seven kids either. 
They yeah, signed Cam for her. They got him for the, off the rack at Goodwill, too, for the low, low. Well, now that you said that, I mean, the man, needs, he needs a job. <laughs> he got seven kids? Hey, he's he not got seven kids, yo. He's not hurting. <laughs> he no, he's MVP not. like three years ago. He can't even get a million per kid? That's crazy. <laughs> but we don't get an NFL stimulus. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what he's getting. Uh, we don't know what he's getting no. per year or just yeah. for the one year. He got one point one point one. No, did he? Yeah, I read it today. He can reach. <laughs> no, that's what Jameis Winston got one point one. Man, I swear he got one point one today. Cam can make seven point five. He gets all his incentives. But what's what? But what if he don't? Well, we'll find out. I ain't seen the base yet. I'm going. I'm looking it up right now. If Cam, I mean, look, I ain't knocking him. Whatever he gets, Cam shoots. Set out to that king, man, because that 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 young brother deserves to be signed. Cam is one of the best quarterbacks in the league when healthy. Yo, Bill Belichick did it again, man. He just went out there, played everybody. We all knew he wasn't going to start. Jarek Stenham. He goes out and gets an MVP quarterback with one of the best defenses in the league for a team that, in my opinion, won the last two years despite of Brady. Now they get a real quarterback. That's not and got, They don't got nobody now. They, that they, same could be con- uh, they could be contenders now. With Cam, they could be they could actually be contenders in the in the AFC. I think they could go to the playoffs. They win it again. I think the they Bills got, and Jets are in trouble. They got rid of the best receiver, Gronk. He even played. Well, he, he, played retired, he, was, he was retired last year. Yeah, now he in Tampa Bay now. Yeah, but they, he had no bearing on them making the playoffs last year and being 13-3. And he missed most of the year. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago when they beat the Rams. I, let's not be disrespectful and call Tom Brady like he they won despite of Tom Brady. Tom they Brady right is the now with the best coach maybe in NFL history for taking away weaknesses and showing off their strengths. Now he has a quarterback that can run when Brady couldn't run and slide. He's, <laughs> I mean, it's not even fair, man. He does have Belichick. I mean, but uh, I just don't see it happening with Cam. Now he got the real Cam Newton in the division, not the fake Cam Newton in Buffalo who calls himself baby Cam, Josh Allen. Do you think Cam – can regain his MVP type performance in New England. He's only 31. I don't understand how he couldn't. Still in his prime. Two years ago, he was an MVP candidate before he hurt his shoulder and went 0 and 8 after that. 0 uh, and 8 cents. I was about to say, now you said he's 31 in his prime, but 31 is different when you're a scrambling quarterback versus a pocket passing quarterback. They always say you see good. Running quarterbacks young. Never see good running quarterbacks late. And we don't know how accurate Cam can be. Like we don't know how ac- how accurate of a passer Cam is. Well, I'm pretty sure he's motivated though. He will be motivated. He's not as accurate as Brady, but when you're dinking dunking the way they've been doing the last three or four seasons, Brady was terrible downfield, especially with the win in, Buff- uh, in New England. I mean. It's a, it's a big shout out to because Belichick played this thing right. If if uh, Belichick would have waited and, and and tried to get this guy like when he was hot a couple months ago, when everybody was wondering what, what's going on with with with, with, 
with the top free agents, like he would have had to pay a lot of money to get Cam. He waited until the market dried up. Combination of uh, Jameis Winston getting 1.1, the coronavirus really messing up everybody's finances, and there's nowhere else. To, when the uh, Chargers drafted a quarterback, I mean, there was nowhere else for him to go. How can how can Cam sign for the same thing or be compared to Jameis Winston? Winston led the league in passing last year and threw 30 touchdowns. And interceptions. <laughs> I was about to say. I'm just saying he ain't no scrub, though. Winston can ball, though. Winston's a I scrub. I told you on this podcast, <laughs> I take Jameis in, in Oakland, in Las Vegas. Sorry. You're going to say on this platform that Jameis Winston can ball. Jameis Winston may never be a starter again. Jameis will be a starter this year or next year. No. I mean, he <laughs> is good at throwing the ball to the other team. Look, James, he's going to have 5,000 and 30 touchdowns. Winston makes throws, man, that a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL can't make. He just throws, he's a lot of turnovers. And that's why Not he's on the sports. bench. That's why he's on the bench. He's, he's, a, he's a gambler. And you say he's he makes throws. He makes throws the other quarterback. <laughs> he loses more than he wins. He loses, man. You can't. Come on now. You can look at that two ways. I don't know if Brendan will agree or not. You throw 30 interceptions and you still eight and eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. His coach down there is not too shabby either. Oh, Bruce is the I, I think I think Winston is the starter. After next year, though, after this year is over, I think he's a starter again in this league. Winston took less money to learn from Breeze and Peyton when the Panthers offered him millions more to be the backup in Carolina. We have a comment from Andrew Dixon, and uh, he said Vic was good late. That's very true. Vic went to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Vic, Vic was good late. He, he didn't get hit for two over two years. I'm just saying, man. Vic, don't act like Vic wasn't a beast late. No, I'm not arguing now. I'm saying Vic went three years without taking a hit. It's a little different. We have we have another comment from uh, Matthew Tucker that said Edelman might make him look good. Talk Yo, Cam don't need nobody to look good. He was the MVP of this of the league. If he's healthy and on his game. Cam is Cam. Heisman Trophy Cam. He gonna need more than Edelman. I'm about to say now, Cam had weapons in for uh, Carolina. He no, don't yeah. have them weapons. He won't have them weapons in New England. Cam Everybody didn't play much with McCaffrey. He had a young wide out, a second year wide out. Uh, Greg Olson was getting old. Now he has Nikhil Harry, a second year receiver that was a first round pick last year. He's going to have Edelman. He's going to have the best coach in football. He's going to have James White. He's still going to be able to do all the things that Cam can do and be able to run still. Yeah, but when Cam does bad in the game, he whines and he cries about it all the time. And then his whole game just goes downhill. Have you ever seen Brady on the sideline get mad when they're losing? Yeah, but he still keeps his head in the game. It's a difference. That's the white quarterback bias, man. Hey. Oh, man. You going to throw the race in it? How you going to bring the race in it? Because Tom Brady and Des Bryant do the exact same thing on the sideline. One's the cancer and one's the greatest quarterback of all time. And he's 
He's just so passionate about winning. No, so he's that get in the game. No, I think I think you Brady gets that. a pass. I think Brady gets a pass because because he has won Super Bowls. That's the reason he gets a pass. I don't know. I don't think it's a he's getting a pass because he's white. Definitely not. So Gronk can do all the stuff he do. He's oh, he's so fun loving. Travis Kelsey, these guys are great, man. Cam goes in a touchdown and does gives the kid a ball every time he scores. Oh, he's conceded. He's cocky. He's not. But if he wins, then all that stops. He now wins you the, the whole narrative. Super Bowl. What are you talking about? He didn't win. But he, you say he, he doesn't win. He was in the Super Bowl. And he was MVP. I said he's got to win. That doesn't matter if you go to the Super Bowl. I mean, man, went to the Super Bowl, all they were talking about, he threw up in the huddle. I'm just saying, people always say, I can't mention Joe. McNabb went there without his best receiver. McNabb did this, McNabb did that. They don't say nothing. It's like, yo, McNabb was in the Super Bowl throwing up in the huddle. <laughs> Red, well, why are you sitting in the Nobody cares unless you win. Leon Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why, is Red sit, why are you sitting in the dark? I just got in here, and it was, the room was dark. And I didn't feel like turning on the light. So I'm here now. Why do you care about my personal business? <laughs> That's not personal. Turn the light on. It's simple. When, Go ahead. When you like that far, man. If I, if I turn the light on, I got to leave where I'm sitting. I got to get uncomfortable. I got to go over there, turn the light on, just to come back here. Nah, I don't want to do that. Go ahead, Tamar. When you make mistakes in the Super Bowl, it don't matter if you win or lose. Leon Lett won three Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl against Buffalo by over 40 points, I think, that game, where they scored 50. And when you think of Leon Lett, what do you think? Champion. Bumble in the Cowboys. Super Bowl. Bumble in the Super Bowl the at the goal line in the <laughs> game, they won by 30. Champion. I don't ever think about that. Champion. Everybody here is Leon Lett thinks that. I hear nothing when I hear Leon Lett. I hear Dallas Cowboys. Champions. Uh, we got comments from Andrew Dixon saying that Red's sitting in, in the dark because he's trying to look darker. Red is doing that thing that when you spend that much money on your grill and get that thing right, you want that you want to show that thing. Yeah, I mean fifteen thousand. <laughs> fifteen thousand on the and they but they real though. I ain't getting them plucked out and get fake ones in. I just made them do work on my on, on my uh, my current ones. That was hey, like four man. year process, man. I respect it, Brandon. What do you process. think? Do you think Belichick put another Belichick on everybody by announcing his Cam Newton news on the same day his punishment came down for recording the Cleveland Brown sideline? Yeah, yeah. He's he's notorious for trying to take take uh he take um. Yeah, so what he did was take a negative that was everyone's going to talk about tomorrow, and now he took a positive that everyone's going to be talking about tomorrow. And it's what genius. are you going to pick? It's what do you want to pick? You want to pick? You want to pick Cam Newton because that's the big, that's a better story. Who cares? They got fined one point one million, and they got a pick taken away from them. Yeah, they'll talk about it for a couple minutes, but the whole Cam thing—that's what they're going to go over. A stat. It's going to be a whole thing tomorrow, and no one's even going to really talk about. Well, these guys were at it again, filming people's sidelines, cheating. But the thing was. The news came out about the suspensions nine minutes before the news came out about Cam. Like they were holding it because there's no sports right now. And if they go to, to Monday morning tomorrow without signing Cam, all the news is about the discipline and the yep. Patriots cheating again. Now it's like, it's all about Cam. It's Cam Center right now. That was smart. 
Well, you, nah, you know. Belichick, man. Belichick is he he he's probably the smartest coach in the league, yo. I think it's a far, I don't even far like him. He's the best coach in the NFL. As far as as far as strategizing goes. Like he oh he has he has a strategy for everything. He's a he's one step ahead of everybody. It's like ghost in power. When ghost was he was always a step ahead of everybody. Maybe he's more than a step, but he's been two two or three ahead for the last couple of Yeah, long. but he's always planning for he's always got a plan for your plan. So Goodell comes out with the with with, with the fine and, and taking the pick away and look. He's like, well, we signed Cam, so does this really matter? <laughs> fake B way was the penalty enough? <laughs> fake B way. You know who I'm talking. I'm to. not gonna acknowledge him. You mean the real B way? <laughs> <laughs> was the was the penalty enough? What penalty? For uh, one point one million? Third no. round pick. Third round, round pick. Been more because it's been consistent. They've been. Consistent cheaters. I think they should, they should have hit him harder. They should. They should have hit him harder. I agree with you. Yeah. B way. What do you think? Yeah, they probably should have hit him harder. I mean, nobody. I, it's in football from college down to the high school level. Everybody's recording sideline. If you're doing any type of signals, you're recording the signal. I mean, and that just happened. They they just happen to get caught. They I always mean, get caught. caught every other year though. They always get caught. But once you get caught once, I mean, you're obviously going to be looked at a little harder than everybody else. So you unless you who saw the tape, I didn't I see the tape. The tape was bad, man. You saw it, Brandon? No, nah, I didn't see it. They were in the Browns box, and they would go sideline, look at the subs, then look at the players, and then back to the subs signals. And he's like, yo, what are y'all recording? He's like, we're doing a film recording. He's like, why are y'all recording our sidelines for? He's like, hold on. He's like, he's like, yo, we can get rid of tapes right now. And call this nothing. <laughs> all, all on camera trying to negotiate. Like, we can just throw this out right now and call it a day. He's like, nah, man, I'm calling security. I did hear that tape. <laughs> I did hear that tape when uh, he tried to talk his way out of it. Um, Red, Andrew Dixon said that smile is looking bright, though. Tell him, you know, he can't jab me and then try to say something nice. Nah, our friendship <laughs> is over. Shinier than me. <laughs> like, fuck daddy, he got dolphin teeth. Nah, that the smile goes good with his beard. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. Do, do you guys think that the, you know, dealing with the Patriots, do you, you think they were straight up with this whole signing? Cam or thing, or do you think that they sent somebody down there on the low to work them out? No, oh, Cam, Cam released, released that footage last, what, a couple weeks ago? He's been yeah, releasing footage Atlanta. for a while. He had to work on Atlanta. Yeah, well, he was working out with Odell. Yeah. Now, I don't think Bill Belichick does anything without doing his homework. The thing like is, the said, money he's, he's paying, everybody. I the money he's paying is, it's all win. If he doesn't do well, you lost what? 1.1 million for an MVP? That's not. Yeah. He, he can't lose. No, I agree. I'm just saying. I don't think Belichick signing people blindly. He did, with, he, Belichick, he did with AB. I don't know about that. That's true. Uh, just on AB. Yeah, that, that didn't last too long, though. I'm just saying. I think what um, 
Belichick did is he was going to sign him no matter what. Was didn't want to see it work out. And when he started working out, looking good, he said, "Hold on, we better grab him." <laughs> uh, moving forward, the NBA is going to come back with a late summer finish here. Hold on, you don't want to go, Bubba Wallace? I'm, gonna, I'm about to go on a rant. <laughs> you want to go, Bubba? We can talk, Bubba. Man. You going to <laughs> now? My thoughts on Bubba, real quick, before. Be, before y'all go crazy on 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 on, on, on a, the whole situation, the platform. <laughs> now, I was like, I was vocal and I posted about you know saluting NASCAR for getting it right before the meet. Like I, I was happy about the whole Confederate flag thing, and then the news happens, and you're like, man, and they want to do the whole FBI thing. And I'm like, cool, you know, let's let's get let's. Let's catch it and get it out of here. But then they talked about it was the only noose in the in the in the garage. There was no other one, and it just happened to be in front of the black guy's garage. Number one, there's like a hundred garages over there, and the <laughs> only noose there. Let me go. <laughs> the only the only place they found the noose was in his garage, and they call it the garage pooler. I don't care what nobody says. That shit is a noose. <laughs> Call it what you want. Somebody took time to, to to tie that. So hold on, hold on. Before we go, like I was, I was legitimately thinking about going down to Dover and supporting a NASCAR event because I thought that they were trying, they were they they were making the attempt to try to get, you know, minorities in the door and trying to get this thing right. And I wanted to help them for that inclusion. Let's some more rant. I want to. I don't. I want to know what he's about to say. But once the news happened, I couldn't. I'm back. I'm. I'm back on the outside. I'm like, come on, man. You guys are covering this thing up. Go ahead, Samar. Go on your rant. It's an attack on NASCAR. I think they did handle it right. But only in NASCAR, only in NASCAR, can you have an investigation where you have 29 tracks all investigated, 1,684 garages. You only find 11 ropes in all those garages, and you only find one noose. And it's in the one garage where the one black guy is going to be staged at for the week and say, no, it's not It's not an attack. It's not racist. Get the hell out of here, man. This is unbelievable. There was 1,684 garages, and they call that thing a pool rope. It is 2021. I, got, I live in a regular house, and I got an automatic garage door closer. Who the hell is using a rope? I mean, I, we it all. Wasn't even I, a cord. I, I, it was an old-fashioned tweed fiber rope with a full noose hanging down to almost where you can touch the floor. <laughs> Blaine, what do you think? And I saw a little bit of it. I, I didn't get really into it with the NASCAR stuff. And then I, I don't know if you guys saw Mike Falk, who owns the racetrack in your old hometown, North Carolina, was selling. Bubble rope. <laughs> bubble rope. <laughs> bubble rope. Man was selling bubble rope. I mean, look, right now, I mean, every organization has to kind of speak up about it because the way Black Lives Matter is really uh, hitting everybody. Um, NASCAR probably reacted so they would be banned or, or would it be attacked by, I'm not going to say attacked, but would it be put on blast with Black Lives Matter? Because now you even got the NFL speaking up, but nobody still signed Kaepernick. 
So everybody's just trying to cross their T's and dot their I's right now. Yeah, you had a noose hanging. And you got somebody selling Bubble Wallace rope with a slogan for nine 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 that says, comes with a lifetime guarantee and works great. <laughs> Did they fire him or something though? Nah, he, today, so they're never going to race. They're not racing any there anymore. They and then he there. had all his sponsors, but two pulled their sponsorship from the track. And they're selling it like that same race that got canceled. What they had the news? You have people flying over illegally over the over the stadium with Confederate flags. Yeah, people selling Confederate flags outside the stadium, and they're like, oh, you know, Will Kane went on ESPN and was saying how the media was wrong for. Jumping to conclusion, one of the whole rant. These guys didn't have one news hanging. And they're like, well, it was there since 2019. Like, it was okay. Well, Will Kane's uh, contract was not renewed, too. That was, that was his <laughs> last day. He signed with Fox. Yeah, that, that, that's a perfectly uh, better Perfect fit place for him. Perfect yeah. place for him. But yeah, Will, Kane's, was, Will Kane's a joke. I thought NASCAR was gonna. I thought NASCAR was on the right road, but then once this new thing happened, I'm like, man, I'm good. But they, uh, I mean, I don't want to jump to conclusions that that far. Like the FBI did the investigation. That's. I don't want to say NASCAR. Like NASCAR was behind them when they first thought it was a noose. Like they had, they walked this car down and everything. Like they did. But everybody that right. involved with NASCAR, I felt, did the right thing. They all jumped behind Bubba. NASCAR did the right thing, fast investigation. They kind of got out in front of it too fast by saying it was a direct attack, even though FBI is saying it's not. I don't it know how you was a direct it. attack, man. It was a direct attack. That news, I don't know if it was a direct attack that day, but that news, what are the odds that he gets placed in that garage, though? Somebody took their time to tie that. Regardless if, it's not, if they use it as a pool, if they use it as a pool or not, they took their time to tie that to, for whatever reason. Hey, I'm just surprised it's 2020 and they didn't have no cameras of somebody placing it. Nah, some more the garage pools at my job are on the end of the garage, not in the middle. Okay. So I understand it. Are they okay. are they are they old uh, fiber rope? <laughs> they're old. They're old. If somebody would tie it in the news, I'd yo, it'd be some serious <laughs> issues. It is a it is an old rope, like it's been on there. Talking about nearly 1,700 garages, and you got one noose rope, and like, oh, that's just a pool rope. Do you guys, <laughs> does anybody in this, in, on this platform right now know how to tie a, a noose? <laughs> Samara might be able to. Samara be tying knots. And you know what? It's funny now, because I went to the academy, I was 22, 23. I was too dumb to realize what I was doing. But we were, we were going through ropes, uh, ropes class at the academy, and, uh, you're learning all these different knots, handcuff knot, every knot you could think of. And I was like, well, how do you tie a noose? And the instructor got scared. And he was like, I can't show you that. Now he's like, hang around the class, I'll show you how to do it. But it was dumb on my part to ask about how to tie a noose. It was just young, young, dumb, and ignorant to what it meant. But I did learn how to do it at one point. I just don't, I haven't done it in 13 years. Could you tie it right now if someone asked you? No, I don't remember how to do it. I remember, uh, but I don't. I don't think it would be right if I tried right it, now. It honestly looks complicated. I wouldn't want to tie something like that. I wouldn't want to waste my time doing it. Yeah, I mean that's why. I, that's why I asked. Like, is this? 
something that's taught at like the picnic or you know the uh, family function. That's an offensive term. You could do what? a real quick knot with the we call them bowlings, which is a common knot that everybody knows. A bowling knot. It's the exact same, and it actually is just a full hoop. You want to do an elaborate wrap around where you can tighten and loosen. It would just be a a slipless knot. So you can do a circle with a knot and it won't slip. It'd be a pool hoop. So that's, their excuse is bullshit. And I know I'm cussing, but I'm not, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> that's how he feels, people. I feel, man. It's bull. <laughs> so Too many coincidences. Coincidences. So black people are still not invited to NASCAR? Why would you want to go? No, I do. I've always wanted to go, even before this whole situation. I never wanted to go, but I thought I would want to go support Bubba. Bubba. And look, me and you had this talk a while ago, B, about fights. When we were in high school, you tried to get up close and see the fight. We still want to see the fight now. We can watch from the top of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was if never. It's NASCAR. I still wouldn't go put myself in the belly of the beast. For what? It's not an environment I want to be in, man. You're right. I mean, it's like what I. <laughs> you're right. I'm, I'm definitely not. Uh, at our age now, we definitely ain't watching the fight up close. No. You know what time I leave the club now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the club down, B. Brandon, either Brandon. <laughs> yeah, so Marley leave the club. <laughs> so Marley leave early now. I leave he used to be. He used to be. He used to, he used to be playing let out. I used to be there like two thirty. It'd be like two thirty before he started walking to his car. Now one fifty, one fifty four. He's walking to his car. I'm not with the lights. Come on. That's still too late. I'm going at one thirty, one thirty, one fifteen. I'm good. Yeah, I'll be home at twelve fifteen. I'm asleep. Nothing good's going to happen for me. I'm asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Either I'm going to get in something that's going to cost me my career. It's not worth it. I'm not taking. Why take the risk? Why go to a NASCAR event with 110,000 people and people who are there who are fighting to fly a loser flag? I just I don't want to be in that environment. So moving forward, NBA returns next month. Do you guys still have the same favorites that you had at the at well back in March when this thing really ended? I think it was March 12th was the last game. Was your favorite then your favorite now? No. Who was your favorite then? I, I know who your favorite. L.A. the Lakers, but uh, I think with Avery Bradley leaving and you talking about signing J.R. Smith, they're not going to beat the Clippers. That's a bad pickup. <laughs> the Avery Bradley thing that made it a lot harder for them. I mean, yeah. they they had a legitimate shot. They still have a legitimate shot. They got LeBron and 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 Dwayne. I mean, yeah, they got a good shot, but and Davis, but you don't pick up Avery Davis. hurts. Yeah. Avery hurts. It depends what Car- I think. Caruso. Caruso is going to be the, the he's going to be that 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 Avery Brad. He has to take over that role. It depends how he plays. I think you put Caruso on the same level as Avery Bradley as a defender. I like that's not what I said. That's Every Lakers said. fan you know, likes Caruso. See, that's your problem, Molly. You're not listening. Like ball head Caruso with the headband or with the half moon with the sunroof open Caruso? I like sunroof <laughs> open Caruso. He's more of a savage. <laughs> I just repeat what you said. You number, said that 
you said that Caruso can step up for a rebound. No, it's not what I said. See, you're not listening, man. Here we go with this not listening thing. Yeah, you got to fill the role. I said it's going to depend how he plays. If he can fill that role, then I think they have a shot. What role? I never said anything about he is Avery Bradley. He can be better than Avery Bradley. None of that. Never said that. What role are you asking him to fulfill? It won't be defense. Holy hell. That's what the Avery, Avery... The Avery Bradley role. Was a defender. So, yes, he would have to defend that. He would have to be a great, a great defender. I said, depends how he plays. Smart. <laughs> I got the same favorite, and I don't think – we watched three Clippers-Lakers games, and the two – I was I was talking on the phone with you, B-Way. We are like, the Clippers are just better. They got more talent. When did I say that? First game of the season, <laughs> and then they beat the second game of the season. They blew you out second game. And, I said – And he I picked said up Reggie really Jackson. Is. What? And he picked up Reggie Jackson. So then, look, hold on. So the first two – it was they, they kind of would and Paul George wasn't even playing yet. Paul George came back in that game, they were up a lot in that game. And the Lakers came back second half, but Avery Bradley went nuts and dropped like 20 in the third quarter for them to get a close W. I think the Clippers were the favorite before the season. When you have two wing defenders that that caliber, it's gonna be hard to beat that team. You got Lou Williams coming off the bench, you got Montrez Harrell, they got they're just surrounded with talent. They're they're super loaded with the one one of the greatest coaches in the NBA. So I don't Whoa, see how cool Doc Rivers series. I don't. Doc, I, I just think, go ahead, Brandon. I just I don't. I think we're giving Doc Rivers a little too much credit here, buddy. I like Doc. I what? like Doc too, but one of the best. He said one of the greatest coaches in the league. Who give me five better? <laughs> in the league right uh, now. If, he, if, he, if he's in top five, he's number five. Give me who you got one, Brad Stevens? I, that's arguable with Doc. I'm always Popovich, number one. Pop's one. I go Pop one. I'm always going Pop one. I think you go Doc. You go Doc two? What? Over <laughs> Stevens? I, what does Stevens win? He and Stevens did win. No, don't do that to Stevens, man. He took a team that had some BS on their team to the, to the Eastern Conference Finals. You are the number one seed. Brad You're Stevens supposed to wins everywhere, he, everywhere Brad goes, he wins. Butler and in the South wasn't he, relevant before he got there. We counting college wins now. Yeah, college is important. What do you mean? He wins everywhere <laughs> he goes. That includes college. Are you putting Brad ahead of Doc? Right now? Yes. No. Well. I'm not, putting, I'm not putting Brad over Spolstra. Stop. I like Spolstra. I, think <laughs> I like Spolstra too. I think that's better than Spolstra. Doc took that Clippers team last year to the playoffs. It was like, what? A top seven, six seed with nobody on the team. Yeah, nobody. But Lou Williams. Nobody on the team. I, I mean, Doc's black. Can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody black. That can't be the argument. <laughs> Not gonna that ain't fair. Uh, man, LeBron out good. the East, man, with for years. Huh? I mean, he had he had he had a better team. He had the better team when LeBron was in Cleveland. Once LeBron got to Miami, it was it was it was about 
it was Doc's run was over. Nah, because even when the bronze last year in Cleveland, when they were going to be the favorite next year to win the championship before he left, it was a 2-2 series. It went to game five, and Doc changed the game plan and held LeBron to what, nine points, 11 points on three or 14 shooting? That's coaching in the playoffs. Or LeBron having a bad night. <laughs> you can't put that on coaching. Why can't you? If you're doing a game, you change. So when the, when the Spurs beat LeBron those years and, and Pop said, just let them shoot jump shots. That's not coaching. Hold on. Well, hold on, hold on. First, I'm not on. I'm not in this argument. I agree with you that Doc is is, is top five coach. I'm just saying that don't give him that credit there for you know Le- LeBron time. No, I'm saying when Pop had that whole game plan about letting LeBron shoot early in his career, and they swept him, and they were like, that, that that's not coaching because Le- or LeBron had bad four bad games. I think it's coaching. It's a little bit of both. Everything so why, is though. Why you get pop credit and not Doc? I I, I got pop one. What are you arguing? First of all, I got Doc in my top five. What are you talking about? I don't know why y'all arguing this. I said Doc did that game plan and shut LeBron down at game five. And you said, well, you can't put that on Doc. That's just LeBron. I said it's both. It's coaching and 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 part LeBron. Um, it's, it, there's a lot that goes into being a good coach. Yeah, I'm saying, but a game plan does matter. I think you got to give Doc credit for making the game plan work the same way you give Pop credit. Yes, but a great game plan has to be executed by good players. That's oh, all we all know that. Bullies and Joes, not X's and O's. Pop is a great coach, and he's designing great game plans right now, but he can't get it done with LaMarcus Aldridge and... DeMar Rosen. Yeah, DeMar Rosen. DeMar DeRozan. The thing is, that's why you got to put Doc up there because Doc had a team that was worse than the Spurs last year, and they competed. Uh, we got we, we got a comment. Canova Capone, shout out to listening. Uh, he gave his top five coaches all of 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 all time. We he need right now the league. Yeah. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. He got Pop number one. He got Pop one. Phil Jackson two. Pat Riley three. Brad Stevens four. Doc five. D. All time. <laughs> I'm guessing it's all time. He must be a Celtics fan. He still I put just five. <laughs> I agree think... top three, though. Who? That's impressive, though. He has talking his top five coaches all time. He don't have uh, Ray Howard back, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't have Red either. Oh, come on. Red, be, Red was smoking cigars on the sideline. Red was a leader of men. I just think I just think we do a disservice. You take uh, our back out of there, and even the coach from UCLA, who was his name? Um, Wooden, Wooden, John Wooden. John Wooden. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about if we go basketball coaches of all time, this list can go on forever. But so we got Red saying Lakers. Um. Yeah, I ain't gonna back off from now. Right. I mean, just because we lost Avery. I think Avery's a big loss, but I'll never go against LeBron. I'm a fan. I like how Brandon says we now for the Lakers. I can't I can't get on it. <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan. I'll be the first to tell you. You just said we. <laughs> I got to say we. LeBron plays for them. I'm a LeBron fan. Well, LeBron signed with the Lakers. You're like, man, I'm done with him. I'm done with him. I can't root for the Lakers. Now you're like, I'm not a Lakers fan, man. If LeBron left, if LeBron out, opted out, if LeBron opted out to not play in, in the return of the NBA, 
I root for Milwaukee. Oh my God. Nobody's going to Milwaukee though? No. We I, don't think, I don't think it's their I don't think it's their time yet, man. Like it's they there, but they ain't there. Like they're not they're not the Clippers there. Um, Milwaukee is gonna be a tough out. These guys got nine losses or ten. We're just gonna just discredit them. Mr. McLeod said, uh, hold on. Mr. McLeod commented and said uh, he he would put Larry Brown over Brad in that top five. You got to get Brad out of there. I agree. I agree. I put Larry. I don't know. I like Brad Stevens a lot, but he hasn't done nothing yet to consider himself an all-time coach. Yeah. But uh, team is underachieving. Back to you, Red. We're not respecting your fanhood. So we don't even uh, we don't even want that cheer. So keep your That's cheers fine. quiet. That's fine. I, I, I wasn't asking for permission either. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know. Keep the cheers quiet when it comes to the playoffs. No, that's fine. I'm not clapping uh, for many baskets by by the Carusos and Davises. I'm clapping for LeBron. Well, we don't we don't we don't I want that. I'm clapping for LeBron, man. I told you when it when it happened. I wasn't a Laker fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I'll be the first to tell you. I hated that's the Lakers. I hated Kobe. I hated Kobe. I still say it. Still, hey, I hate the coach. Hey, 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 log him off. Someone get this guy off. No. Nah. <laughs> hey. Don't get this guy off right now. No, I'm not speaking ill today. I'm just saying. If he was alive right now, I'd be telling you, I, I, I hated Kobe as a player when he played for the Lakers because of his talent, probably. And then, but, uh, you need to have the ball, but, you know what somebody says is the crack is. But I'm not a Laker fan. I'll be the first time I'm not a Laker fan. But. To see LeBron succeed, I will cheer for the purple and gold. I said, shout outs to Mr. McLeod. You just can't gloss over that, man. Another good coach in his own right. But it's funny, I was talking about Mr. McLeod today at my house talking to Dwayne. <laughs> this is coincidence. I thought you were going to tell a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, he I, thought was, you he was, <laughs> I thought you were going in depth with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all we had a story gave me a life lesson that I take to this day uh, in every aspect of life. Eighth grade. You know, one of the few black male teachers you get in any school in any district. And we're going to, I'm one of the top football players at Reynolds, and we're going to play B-Way at Wheatland. I, thought you know I mean, I played with you. I wouldn't say one of the top. You didn't even play that year. I was the captain and had the most touchdowns. That's not true. I was the start, I was the starting wideout. What are you talking about? When? My seventh <laughs> grade year, I was the starting wideout. He's ruining the story. Right, but hold on. Yeah, you, you forgot. <laughs> I was starting wide out my seventh grade year. Stop it. He had no touchdowns. Zero. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure on that, but he might be right. He might be right. So we're in this big match. Well, I like how you discredited me there. I was starting wide out, but he handled, he handled touchdown. That's some real hate. <laughs> the story, man. We got, we got to go on. I get, I'm messing around in Mr. Klaus' class. You know, I think I can get over because he's a black teacher. I'm young. And he's like, look, you're, uh, you're acting up in class. You're not going in the game today. You're, uh, you're staying after school. And I'm like, like, yeah, right. He ain't going to make me stay. Three o'clock comes. He's like, yo, you're not going. You're not going to the game. I never missed a game my whole life in any sport before that or after that. He said, you're not playing. And he said, you think that because I'm black and I'm, young, I'm a black teacher that you're going to take advantage of me? No, I'm supposed to hold you to a higher standard. I'm supposed to be harder on you because I know what's going to take for you to be successful in life. That's what he told me, eighth grade. Nothing and I'm just saying, he didn't let me go. I'm pretty sure I scored a touchdown that day. 
I think we let rain us off the field, though. <laughs> yeah, it was like forty to eight. <laughs> I might have had four. I might have had four or five touchdowns on y'all. Nah, day. you didn't have four or five. Stop it. <laughs> I wasn't even being cocky. Like I was, like I averaged four or five touchdowns. Nah, man, I don't remember Angel. Angel won off that game. Angel Santana. I, said, I, I wish I was interesting. You know, Mr. McLeod had held me back. He did, he he must have bet on Wheatland. You, <laughs> it wouldn't have made a difference. We we'd have still lost. They were, <laughs> yo, they were Wheatland was loaded. You know, no, they really wasn't. Our team's in the scene when Justin Vega got hurt. Vega broke his collarbone. Oh man, that was ugly. I remember him screaming. That was ugly. Uh, they really wasn't loaded. They just had this guy named Brandon Way. But nah, yo, I got a cloud story though. Hold on, it's quick too. Hold <laughs> on, man. Hurry up. It's man. quick. It's quick, man. Because this this taught me everything. This taught me a lot. Samar's <laughs> right. I walked into his classroom because he's a black teacher. My exact words to him: "What's up, my N word?" Oh, I remember this. Oh, yo. That dude gave me the stiff arm, like you. At the, Cause he's at the door. We were coming into the classroom. You ain't coming in. I was, yeah, I was like, "What's up, my N word?" He was like, "What did you just say to me?" I'm like, "Huh?" I was acting like I didn't say nothing, cause like, I knew what it was. <laughs> he was like, "What did you just say to me?" Nah, man, don't come to my classroom no more until you learn how to talk to me. So every day for like, I bet it was over a week, yo. He would not let me in the class. I would walk up to the door. He's like, "You're not coming in here." He wouldn't give me no ISS pass or nothing. He just would not let me. He wouldn't let me in class. I, then I knew, man. I can't talk to certain people a certain way. I was. I stopped. I stopped with the N word and stuff. A quick lesson. I respect like that. Everybody I talk to young kids, try to motivate. I, I'm hard on them because it is harder sometimes. You gotta be twice as good to be considered equal. And him being easy on us wouldn't have got us here. So, yeah, you know, it is what it. Shout out, Mr. McLeod. We gotta move on. <laughs> Anyway, Red, to further your point, as you were a LeBron fan, I started out as a Kobe Bryant fan. So I said I was going to go wherever Kobe wants. And originally, Kobe got, got drafted to Charlotte. So I, I thought I was going to Charlotte. And he got traded to Lakers. And, you know, I was for about four, five, six years, I was the Kobe guy. If Kobe left, I was going with Kobe. But then Kobe came to like year 10 and he was talking about like leaving, going to the Bulls or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think I'm riding with you, Kobe. Like, you might go I said the same out. thing, B. When you're a fan, it doesn't matter what you said. You got to see that move happen. You see the move transpire, then you make your decision. Wow. I held out all summer, like, oh man, he's not with the Lakers. I'm done. And then as soon as October hit, I'm like, ah, nah, <laughs> but I see. Lakers. Because LeBron hasn't been anywhere that long to make you really fall in love with that franchise. Nah, like I, I think I fell in love with uh, Cleveland. Like I still want to, I still want to go over. I still want to go to games. I just, I wouldn't say I'm a diehard Cleveland Cavaliers fan, but I, I do, I do like them. Nobody can question my fanhood. Cause when Mike left, where did I stay? Samar watched every Wizard game. So I'm, I ain't, I ain't a Wizard fan though. But when the Bulls. <laughs> When the Bulls played the Wizards, I was rooting for the Bulls. <laughs> he would quietly cheer for a made basket for the Bulls. <laughs> but yeah, as, soon as, you, as soon as Jordan hit you with the up and under, he was like, whoa. They can't on the turn front. it off, man. No matter Name how much you want to turn it off, you can't turn it off. Name on the front. I give it to him. He's a Bull, he is a Bulls fan. I ain't know no I one taking it away from But when they played each other, I was going for the Bulls. And I watched every I, Wizards game. I don't agree. 
I don't agree. I used to see you watch them Wizards. It was a different energy in that bedroom when you watched the Wizards. No homo. <laughs> I like the Wizards, but I was a Bulls fan through and through. They said it was a different energy in that bedroom. I said no. I said pause. Pause. But it was a different, uh, a different energy. We were kids, man. That's a lot. We didn't have cables. I don't know what he's talking about. Nah, Uncle Dougie's house. <laughs> That's when Mike played for the Wizards at Uncle Dougie's house. All right. Moving forward, you guys think it's safe for the NBA to return? Like, how many of these guys? Like, we we just saw 19 NBA guys tested positive for uh, the coronavirus. That was better and than they said. It's a hoax. I, I thought it. Hold on, Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was a good a a, a good number. Like 19 out of 3, 362 is not that bad. But if that happens in the playoffs and you get, you know, five or three, you almost got to shut down. They're not going to shut down for a, a positive test. Yeah, a positive test. But what do you get six positive tests? That's when you shut down. Made the best team win. I don't know. They didn't uh, <laughs> They didn't release the, the test from everybody else that's going, coaching staff, and so it could be higher. I'm sure if it was zero, they probably would have released it. So maybe they don't want nobody to know. I mean, they already get paid hazardous pay. Because the people at risk are going to be the older people, like coaches and coaching staff and staff members. Yeah, you're right. Pop get this thing. He could die. So that's why I'm curious what the results were for the staff. They won't release that. They released the players. Whatever happened mm-hmm. to HIPAA? I'm going to – Ezekiel Elliott, man. Shout out to him. You can't – everybody that's that – 19 tested positive, only six of them have been released because the NBA can't release them. They all release it themselves because of HIPAA. That's what I'm saying. But, like, Ezekiel Elliott got his stuff leaked. Like, yo, I think they should just cancel the whole season. If anybody deserves to have their, their test results leaked, it's Zeke. <laughs> cancel? He's been a jerk for a long time, man. He's been doing them to people for a long time. It's, it's about time something happened to the league. That's terrible. Fake B.Y., you want to cancel? Huh? I said they might always cancel it. You think so? Yeah. I, I would have. I mean, if I was a player, I would have risked it. I would just opt out. It's uh, Do what? Schedule's out now. It don't matter. Schedule's out. I mean, I just got the house. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> hey, I'm a millionaire, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was on um, a veteran on a team that's probably not like a, like the Nets, somebody opt out today, he's going to stay with the family, he said, I, I would probably consider it. Well, I probably if would. I, I'd like to play if ball. If I wasn't going to play, if I was the 10th, 11th man on the bench, is it really worth the risk for me? Probably not. Yeah, because you need the money more than other guys. I'm just still getting paid, I thought. Even though not, they don't you show. You, don't get paid. you got to pay a 25% bet. I give that a 25% back. That's easy for you to say if you're a star or a mid-level player that got 10 years in. But if you're a tech player on the bench with a two-year career, you need all that money. And and, and they're having a game. You're still getting a couple million if you're on the end of the bench. And Florida has one of the biggest outbreaks besides Texas. Yeah, Florida and Texas. We're breaking records every year in the country for uh, every every day in this country for most uh, new cases right now. Yeah, but no one's dying. So things are fine. That so, go ahead, B-Way, get them. <laughs> look look no, here, man. Everybody gets sick, but long you don't die. 
It's so, like number it's like number 12 on the list of things you can die from on a daily basis. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it it <laughs> is. I think I think uh tuberculosis was number one. I don't know anybody's ever got tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is like it's like three thousand people per day to die from that. Trump, you worldwide. That's fake news. Worldwide. That's fake news. No, worldwide. I still don't believe it. Worldwide. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. Let's backtrack to his last statement. Like the Donald Trump Sports Talk podcast. You live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Uh and and you're familiar with the concept of view. Which is a uh-huh. old folk, which is the old folks home in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you should be well aware that COVID nineteen took out a whole floor. Took out some nurses too. Uh, I don't know about nurses. You know, Brandon. You know a nurse that got it. I mean, just because I know it don't mean that's my problem, man. I'm not talking about knowing this person and them getting it. I'm talking about they took out a whole floor of them folks died. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that, is, I'm not going to lie, B. Real. That is news to me. I never heard that. First time I ever heard that. Oh, my God. But it doesn't change the answer. <laughs> but, not going to lie, it doesn't really change what I said. <laughs> well, listen, man. This is why, I mean, you've been out. Like, you, you go ahead. Whatever. I'm moving forward. Remember, hey. The you, I remember you saying, "Oh, you on these streets, man. You on these streets, yeah." And I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been doing pretty well, B. The thoughts of Brandon Rudolph are the thoughts of Brandon Rudolph alone, and does not reflect the thoughts of CCP <laughs> and, and opinionated facts. What did I say? What did I say was wrong? Oh man, your whole take on the coronavirus is just outlandish. Because I said. It's not killing no one. It's just people getting sick. Yes, and and, and we know people that have died. So that's where who knows people that died. I do. Don't put that on me. I don't know nobody to die. Oh, well. I, not personally, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I believe the disease the disease exists. I'm you saying said, you said nobody died from it. Which is the percentage of people dying from it. That's you, didn't say the, you didn't say the percentage. You said. There's nobody dying from it. That means it's a fact. It's like 0.001%. No, it's higher than that. It's not much higher than that. Listen, man, we're moving forward. But less than 1% is my point. I think we should move on, but I will say this. It's less than 1%. It's going to happen if you don't do something, and then you do it. It's less than 1%. In March and April, and then say, oh, nobody really died. Because you did It's less than 1%. What? Is it less than 1%? I don't know what it is currently, so I don't want to make up a number, but it was at the at the peak, it was 3.4, and I think in the United States, it was 1.4. I don't know where it's at now. It's like, I'm telling you, it's less than 1%. It could be down now. Everybody quarantine, though. Quarantine helps. Mass help. But anyway, I moving forward. I, go. I wear a mask everywhere I go. Moving forward, we're not we're, we're not a political show or 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 a health show. I got a question um, though. I do have a question first. It, How do you feel about the guy that was wearing the AR inside of the market yesterday, without the because he didn't want to he didn't want to put his face mask on. So he just in case anybody said anything, he took his AR fifteen with him. What race was it? 
I'm just he curious. Was, <laughs> he was white. He was white. So for those that it's don't right know, Lancaster, man. Right hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Red, hold on. Got to explain the story for people that don't know. This okay. guy, uh, there was a guy at the local market in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, where you got to go in there with the mask right now. And, you know, it's highly recommended you go in there with the mask. And he's been, he's, this is the second week in a row he did it. But he went in there uh, because people harassed him, I guess, before and, and, and questioned him about a mask. So he went in there and he took his AR-15 with him. Uh, and he's licensed to carry. I'm assuming he's licensed to carry. He's a license in Pennsylvania to carry openly. That's why you do it that he, way. He carried openly because he may not have a license. You don't need uh, one in Pennsylvania. Ah, good. All right. So that happened. And it was a big uproar, and it was all over social media yesterday. And that's why I read asked that question of about the AR-15 in uh, the market down in the guy bought a bagel. He went in there to get the bagel. I would say this to Brandon to answer Brandon's question: Do I think he's wrong? No, because he didn't break no laws. I just hope he gets this. I I will hope a black guy doing the same thing will get the same respect. That yeah, was a debate. I'm more concerned about the match because, I mean, our whole lives we were told if you don't, no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service, and you still go in the store with your sock, with your shoes and your shirt on. So you gotta wear a mask. You don't want to go in. That you don't, you don't go in. Um, it's a it's illegal in this state we live in. Three out of the four of us to drive without wearing your seatbelt. Somebody protest with a gun and say, I'm not driving my car, I gotta wear a seatbelt. Only person you're saving is your own life with the seatbelt. And you put that on most of the time. So I don't I'm understand. I'm not gonna wear the mask like we're suppressing their liberties. I don't understand it. The guy's an idiot. It's <laughs> plain and simple. Plain and simple. I said it on my platform. So if you got if you got a problem, see me, see where I'm at, and come talk to me. But like, yo, he's, he's, he's an idiot, man. There's kids in there. There's there's people in there that just innocent folks that just want to come in and and and, and grab some coffee or, or grab whatever. And and you walking around with an AR-15 looking like a straight idiot. Man, get out of here with that dumb stuff. For the record, I agree with B that he's an idiot. For the record, I want to make that clear. I'm not defending that guy. I just said nothing wrong with him legally carrying his gun in this state, as long as everybody gets the same right. I think he's dumb though. The mayor came out with a statement stating like, hey, if she, if uh, we have a problem with it, you know, there's not much she can do about it, but, but we should write, uh, write our local senators and uh, governors and try to petition to get, you know, some laws changed. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> but being in Lancaster City, the guy, and, and of, 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 of course the guy was from Coreyville and you know, they do things differently down in those southern parts of the state. So, county. Yeah, in the county. But anyway, moving forward, uh, it's, getting, it's getting late in the show. But uh, let's talk about my man Chance Westry out of Harrisburg. Uh, there's, a, there's a local basketball player uh, in Harrisburg. He went to Trinity High School the last two years. He's been dominant. He's one of the best sophomores in the country. 
and he is transferring to from Pennsylvania Trinity uh, Trinity High School in Harrisburg to Los Angeles, California to Sierra Canyon to play with, you know, little young Bronny and the rest of the Sierra Canyon uh, I want to say Lancers or something like that. I forget what they are. Lancers. I think they are Lancers. But he's going out to Sierra Canyon to play on a national schedule. Uh, he'll be a junior next year, so he'll have two years out in uh, California. How do you guys feel about that, leaving his high school team and going to play on a national schedule? I, I repped him this year at Columbia. I thought he was a good player. I didn't think he had a great jump shot. Um, I don't understand why you go to California. There's some great, great elite schools on the East Coast. I don't know if his family's moving out there. I guess they would have to. But I would, I would want my family to see me. You can go. We got Oak Hill down in where's Oak Hill, Virginia? Yeah. The Oak Hill Academy. We got St. Benedict's. We got St. This other one up there in Jersey. St. Benedict's not around no more, but I think it's. Hansies? They combined all them schools to make one. I forget the name of that that uh, school called. They're top ten in the, uh, in the country every year. So I don't understand why you would go. I know you get a little more exposure, but some other players transferred out there, like Dwayne Wade's son, for instance, he couldn't get on the floor. I would want to leave a legacy somewhere. Hopefully he can get on the floor and make some plays. I would have started eternity. I don't think it's any comparison for where he wants to go in life. You can't be playing Columbia as a top player in the country the same way Lamar Patterson did when he went and got better for the ACC. He should go somewhere elite. I just don't understand why you got to go 3,000 miles away to do it. Kids doing what you see on TV. All the NBA players joining up just to play. The, the, the high school students doing the same know, man. Trickling down to high school level. Yeah, he posted on his Instagram recently of him being out there already and training and, and, and uh, you know, just working out. I would want to be a legend, man, at where I'm from. Yeah, like, I want to go to there with I get what you're saying. You want to play with that talent where you ever – but honestly, I would want to be – if I was at Trinity or wherever I was at, I would want to be a legend there. Like, yo, you remember this dude, such and such? He was a, he was a baller. Like, I would want – I'd want that. I agree with Brandon. But I can't. We can't relate to somebody being top five in the country. So I mean, he's got. He's thinking. You're, if you're top five in the country at any point as a high school, you're thinking NBA for your future. Right. But if you're a great, great player, I feel like you can leave a legacy where you can take your kids back and say, "I'm in the Hall of Fame at this high school," and you're in the area you grow up. I, I do believe in that. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, probably has like three of the top. Well, they have Chance, who's one of the top. Uh, he'll be a junior, one of the top juniors in the country. They have one of the top freshmen. This kid's going to be a freshman. Uh, I can't think of his name offhand, but he's another 6'5 freshman that can do it all lefty. Uh, there's another one they call him Baby LeBron up there. Like and He's ranked. None of them <laughs> went to Harrisburg High School or their local high school. Uh, or the one going into ninth grade, but I don't think he's, he's going to go to his his local high school. Well, that's the AU area in a, in era in a nutshell. But I would even yeah. add this to it, and this is on you, B-Way. You say this all the time. <laughs> California ain't putting out the good ball players. West Coast basketball, man, I'm not a big fan of. But it's changing. It is changing. Uh, B, we had Jerry on a few weeks ago. I don't, I don't know if we asked him if, 
he played in his era. It wasn't probably it probably wasn't it wasn't real popular to probably transfer. But if had he, because he probably could have. I'm assuming like Lamar did. We should have asked him would he would he have if the same opportunity presented itself. I don't think Jerry was the recruit that um, Lamar was. Lamar had a pretty good AAU circuit, and he was, you know, he's six four, six five. He was the getting- AAU circuit wasn't probably it wasn't that huge for back then for for everybody like it was maybe when Lamar came through. Well, no, because Jerry even said, you know, I'm a six foot five eleven, you know, guard that was going to have trouble getting the score. So I don't see. I don't. I think they had different opportunities. My my response to, to 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 this would be, I get it, because as of like you can't, it's hard to prepare for the future. I'm about living in the right now, and if you have the opportunity to, to play on a big platform right now, go take it. Because you're not guaranteed to go to a Duke or a North Carolina. You know what I mean? We don't know what happens if you pan out or whatever. So like if you got a platform to go a time to get your money, a time to get your shine, a time to do something, like don't hold it off. Like go for it. And I feel like that's what he's doing. Uh shout out to his parents though. That's a big time sacrifice. I mean, we're all parents here. How many of us I wouldn't want to do it? <laughs> How many of us <laughs> would, would would let our kids go to, you know, California or, or be willing to move to California for this option? I asked uh, if, if, if that's their investment, though, if that's their investment. So you would think he goes, he has two more years in high school. If he's that good, maybe one year of college, three years, his parents to be set. He might be thinking, they might be thinking that three years would be good. We go out here, we may struggle for a couple years, whatever, but this is our investment. They go in 100% on it. But are they moving? Do anybody know if they're moving? I don't know. If no, I'm just saying. I do want to add on the Lamar thing, too. Lamar got the Pittsburgh offer his junior year, so he knew he had to go away one year and get better to play at Pitt. So he already, Jerry didn't know where he was going to the end of his senior year, right? Or late. But Lamar yeah. left Lamar left the end of his sophomore year. He played two years at St. Benedict, didn't he? He played one. No, just, yeah, just one. He played one year. He left after his junior year. He already committed to Pitt. Uh. Anyway, that was just good. Uh, so shout, shout out to Chance. Uh, we can't wait to watch you next year representing 717. Uh, make sure you uh, do your thing. Uh, you know, we're all we're all cheering for you. Any comments, B? Any good you should get to? Uh, no, Mr. McLeod asked us about high school sports. Uh, to touch on that, high school football has been given the green light, or high school sports in general been given the green light to start uh, training, their off-season workouts. So uh, a lot of schools are going by their separate uh, high school sports in Pennsylvania just got the green light. Brandon, uh, what are your plans for Stevens? Well, How are you guys going to do it? We, I know you're we're, practicing at Catholic, B. We're still... Uh, We we're them? still uh, we're still in a weird we're still in a weird place because we don't have a president yet. He hasn't we haven't have our president's not hired yet. We're still going through the process of hiring one. So ultimately doesn't matter what Pennsylvania says or a lot of the colleges say. 
Well, he muted himself. I don't know if he knows. Oh, there he goes. You were muted, Brandon. Uh, my bad. It's going to be based on like a school by school type basis. We, like I said, we don't have a president yet, so we're a little behind the eight ball because we haven't hired one yet. We're still doing. We're still. We're in the process of looking. Still, um, we're getting really close. So, hopefully, we hear a little, a little more. Like our our camp is set for August twelfth, but everything they say is tentative. Like it's set for August twelfth, but doesn't mean it's going to happen. And be like, uh, how you a lot, a lot of state schools are saying that they're they're going to push camp back. So maybe we won't even have a camp, but we'll just have like a week where we start the season and then we'll have a game the very next week. It's like it starts September, so it's late start. Well, that's how it is too with uh, the high school. Like it's it's uh, every school is making like their own plan and every school board has to approve that plan. So it's not fair that uh, – like some, like for example, like we get the work, it's not, we're doing workouts now, but then you get a school like uh, our local high school, McCaskey might not have been approved yet, or like Columbia is not approved yet. And, but but like we're able to work out. We're still practicing social, social distancing and doing all the safety guidelines, but we're still allowed to work out and they're not. So that's- the, you that's see the like the there. guideline that came out, B. Do you see the guideline that came out from the governor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. You can barely, like, we as coaches got to be in, in masks. We it's can't mask, yeah. provide water. We can't provide locker rooms. It's, it's like, it's almost like why even play. Did I tell yeah. you how we're doing reffing right now? No. So, we're starting maybe the ref men's leagues. So, we're not ever going to touch the ball. So, the, the jump ball for the start of the game is going to be a coin flip. And then the players are going to touch the ball inbound. And for free throws, they get their own rebound, give it to the player. The referee never touches the ball the whole game. And they have to wear a mask. Yeah, that's We're dumb because <laughs> they're all already playing. I mean, everybody's not touching the ball already. But the referees don't. Never. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's stupid. And I just got an email, <laughs> which I didn't know existed until two days ago, that the PIAA is thinking about going with electronic whistles. So you just press the button and you hold it in your hand, wraps it around your wrist. <laughs> Thirty five dollars a piece. This gotta wow. stop. This getting nuts. I mean, there's a tournament at Spooky Nook this weekend. They're gonna be using electronic whistles. Wow. For the ne next couple of weeks. I heard yeah, they're having one in two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, it's crazy, but you know, uh, I guess we're, we're coming back to things slowly but surely. I mean, we see in colleges. People are going crazy now with you know the, the positive test results, but I guess I guess it's just, it's just, it's just going to happen as we come back slowly and prepare and try to get through this stuff. But you know we've been talking to these folks for a while, man, and we appreciate everybody tuned in. We appreciate uh, Mr. Blaine Way joining us. WTP? Uh, where can they find the magazine at? Where can they uh, you know download the download the magazine? Uh, right now, I would say the website, but it's under construction. But right now, you can uh, find it on Amazon.com. Just type in Way to Parent magazine, it'll pop up. Way to Parent. And, and, and you're also finishing another book. Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm not going to talk about that right now, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, get his last book, man. Get his last book. What was the last book called? Uh, last book was Adventures of Super Dad. Yes. 
Yes. I got that a while ago. So and that, was, that was a good book as well. So make sure you guys uh uh go out there and, and, and purchase that. Make sure you follow Wait a Parent on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias to see what they got going on. Uh shout outs. Red, you got any shout outs? No. Dark, Dark Man X. <laughs> no what you got on your hands, man? What you got? Uh, so you want you want know nothing about this, B. I was working, I was working on on my sunroom, getting some stuff done in there, and you know what happens when workman's hands. Yeah, um, we have some comments saying that that uh you need lotion. <laughs> this is real. You made that up. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. That's not, man. That's 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 me working, man. Right, right from there, right to the podcast. You know what I mean, so we respect it, man. We respect it. No shout outs this week. I normally, I normally give shout outs, man. I, I know, no, I don't want to say I don't have nothing off the top. I don't want to just sit here and search for something. I'll just be giving anybody a shout out. All right, I, I want to be selfish with my shout outs. Essential workers. I mean, I've been going with them a lot, and I ain't. Now you said that, like I almost got to now. Because if I don't, I look like a jerk. I mean, you look like a jerk earlier when you disrespected the whole coronavirus. I don't want to shout them out. Oh god. All right, shout out essential workers. Jamar, <laughs> you got any shout outs? Guys are on the front line of this thing. Yeah, I want to shout out. It's a little old shout out. My uh. The doctor that repaired my ACL that allowed me <laughs> less than a year out to smoke our guest today in a beach race. Who? Oh, name, man. Man. Him, oh, man. Getting get me back. Man, where's the footage? Up to that. <laughs> oh, don't let me bring the footage up. Hey, it's time for me to go. Thanks <laughs> for having me on. <laughs> Man, that thing sometimes that thing be on a slant. They were standing at the finish line. <laughs> yeah, make sure you like us. For those that don't, make sure you follow us, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the Seven Letter Family as always. And 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 we're getting up out of here, man. Make sure you guys stay laid up, stay prayed up, stay out the way. Listen to what some old folks have to say. See you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>